you are listening to Read Around the Rosé, the podcast full of prose. <laughs> we are just two friends who love murder mysteries and dystopian novels while drinking wine because, well, that's just what we do a lot. Um, this is the book club podcast that you never knew you wanted. I'm Nicole. And I'm Megan. And today we are giving you a bonus. Bonus. <laughs> and we are going to talk about scary stories to tell in the dark. Dun, 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 dun. Collected from folklore and retold by Alvin Schwartz. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's about right, huh? <laughs> and before we get into that, we are drinking a rosé. Imagine that. It is called Prophecy. Rosé Vindifference 2018. Sounds good to me. It's pretty bottle at that. In the back it says, Prophecy, Goddess of Fortune. At Prophecy Wines, our inspiration comes from the beauty of the harvest and the possibility of greatness in a glass. Yum. Wines are drawn from our premier global vineyard sites, individually selected to bear each of the varietal's defining characteristics. Prophecy Rosé showcases the best of the south of France. The wine is delicate and bright with layered flavors of fresh red fruit, melon, and citrus, leading to a crisp, and refreshing finish. Yum. And it is a... You want to keep the voice for that part? <laughs> and it is a... 12%. Oh, average. It's kind of mild. Not too mm. not too alcoholic, but not too unalcoholic. Yeah, you're going to keep the voice the whole episode? I challenge you. I think I should. I feel like I'm challenging my... Carol Baskins right now. I don't know where it came from. But for all you cool cats and kittens listening, and, and we clink, clink. <laughs> and drink. All right. So, Megan, would you like to describe what we're doing? Yes. So this week we're doing something a little different. And usually we post the short stories that we're going to read but we decided to kind of mix it up. So one of our favorite childhood books, mostly Nicole, I was kind of too scared to read it, was Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, collected from folklore and retold by Alvin Schwartz. So this was something we both, our ha- had, we both had in our childhood library. Megan so kindly reminded me that I did read this as a child. I did not remember this until yesterday. The voice is going to kill me. (laughs) But it explains so much about myself. Sure. Now I know why I am who I am. (laughs) The the short story, not the voice. (laughs) Just want to make that clear. (laughs) So, um... I'm going to try to keep it up, but I don't know if I can. I don't think you can either. I mean, challenge challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. (laughs) So this week we thought it would be fun to read the first two short stories and kind of just talk about them. We did not write these short stories. We are in no way profiting off of any of this. We just thought it would be fun for 
two friends to read it aloud, just like the book suggests, and to kind of see where it goes. Yeah, and they're so super short. Why not? And this book is cool because it is made for you to talk to your friends in person and read them out loud. Mm-hmm. It gives you snippets of what to say to your friends versus the real solutions to the end of the story. So let's go ahead and dive on into The Big Toe. You going to try to scare me? I don't think I can. I don't think anyone can. <laughs> a boy was digging at the edge of the garden when he saw a big toe. He tried to pick it up, but it was stuck to something. So he gave it a good hard jerk, and it came off in his hand. Then he heard something groan and scamper away. The boy took the toe into the kitchen and showed it to his mother. It looks nice and plump, she said. I'll put that in the soup and we'll have it for supper. (laughs) That night, his father carved the toe into three pieces, and they each had a piece. They then did the dishes, and when it got dark, they went to bed. The boy fell asleep almost at once, but in the middle of the night, a sound awakened him. It was something out of the street. It was a voice, and it was calling to him. Where is my toe? It groans. When the boy heard that, he got very scared, but when he thought, It doesn't know where I am, it never will find me. Then he heard the voice once more, only it was now closer. Where is my toe? It groaned. The boy pulled the blanket over his head and closed his eyes. I'll go to sleep, he thought. When I wake up, it will be gone. But soon he heard the back door open and again he heard the voice. Where is my toe? It groaned. Then the boy heard footsteps move through the kitchen into the dining room, into the living room, into the front hall. Then slowly they climbed the stairs. Closer and closer they came. Soon they were in the upstairs hall. Now they were outside his door. Where is my toe? The voice (laughs) groaned. His door opened, shaking with fear. He listened as the footsteps slowly moved to the dark towards his bed. They then stopped. Where is my toe? The voice groaned. You got it! <laughs> but the, you so, didn't use the monster voice. I didn't use. No, it just said at this point, pause, then jump to the person next to you and shout, "You've got it!" No monster voice oh, included. Okay. okay, I just assumed the so monster would have been going. That was the that. friend part. Did I make you jump? No. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the you made me toe. laugh. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, you made me laugh. Is that the right <laughs> voice, or did I change it? <laughs> I don't know anymore. So the big toe actually had another ending, and here's the alternate ending on page nine. When the boy hears the voice calling for his its toe, he finds a strange-looking creature up inside the chimney. The boy is so frightened he can't move. He just stands there and stares at it. He finally asks, What you got such big ass for? And the creature answers, To look you through and through. What? You got such big claws for? To scratch your grave? What, 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 what you got such big mouth for? To swallow you whole. 
you got to sub short teeth for? To chomp your bones. As you give the last nine, pounce onto one of your friends. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Good job, Megan. I loved your voices. Thank you. (laughs) I thought they were phenomenal. I've really tried. Okay, I don't think this really needs a whole lot of explanation or, like, discussion, but who lets their children read these? And who lets their child bring home a plump big toe, cuts it up into threes, and serves it for dinner? They're just like, oh, that looks like it'd be really good for dinner. Such a good num, 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 num. Like, what? Also, this brings me back to our would you rather, and we talked about how, you know what, for... For $100 or $500 or whatever it was, we would go ahead and eat one of our toes. Yeah, but I'm not going to eat a toe. I found on the ground that was attached to something that came off. Right, because it was probably <laughs> a grave and you just plucked it right off a corpse. And and let's be real. Where is his toe? His toe is in the family's stomach. stomachs. You're not going to get your toe back, bro. You're not. And the family wasn't willing to, you know, fess up to it, so... He just stayed quiet. I wouldn't fess up to that shit. I would say, what toe? Hmm? Where? Huh? What? Or uh? I wouldn't be sarcastic and be like, up your butt? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. I think it is your turn next. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. This one's real short. What page is it on in the book? 11. Page 11. Wonderful. It is called The Walk. Dun, dun, dun. My uncle was walking down a lonely dirt road one day. He came upon a man who also was walking down that road. The man looked at my uncle, and my uncle looked at that man. The man was scared of my uncle, and my uncle was scared of that man. But they kept on walking, and it began to get dark. The man looked at my uncle, and my uncle looked at the man. The man was very scared of my uncle, and my uncle was very scared of that man. But they kept on walking, and they came to a big woods. It was darker, and the man looked at my uncle, and my uncle looked at the man. The man was really scared of my uncle, and my uncle was really scared of that man. But they kept on walking, and deep down into the woods they went. It was getting darker, and the man looked at my uncle, And my uncle looked at the man. The man was terribly scared of my uncle. And my uncle was terribly scared of... (laughs) (laughs) So, the dad had a mirror attached to him the whole time. That was my exact thought. Yeah, okay. But why would you carry a mirror with you while you're on a walk toward the woods? And why would you scare yourself so bad that by the time you get into the woods, you would scream? Maybe you just forgot that you were looking into your reflection. Sometimes, Some mornings I wake up and look at myself and I'm kind of scared. But wouldn't you have to be carrying the mirror? This voice, I just, I can't even, because <laughs> I'm watching her mouth move, and it's like a consistent frown, like Nicole's talking to me. 
with a consistent frown on her face. Okay. And it's I'll just stop. not making me feel good. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't you have to carry the mirror on or your maybe walk? Maybe someone's carrying the mirror and they don't know who's carrying the mirror and they were just looking at themselves. I don't know. I don't know. That was that was a dumb story. Very dumb. I'm I apologize to whoever wrote it or whoever retold it. But very silly. Do better. Very silly. <laughs> but these are the things like we list like read when we but were younger. This it's, is it's a scholastic book. Elementary school level, this is what I was reading. And that you would get me today. <laughs> So, you know. But that was fun. I enjoyed these books. That I don't think fun. there's a lot to say about either of them. They're kind of short and sweet and to the point. Yeah, we don't need to deep, deep dive into it or nothing. No, but I would love to do this in the future. Like, go ahead and like read yes. more of these because they're so fun to read. Yeah, they are. It makes you Especially kind of as an adult. Like kid. And you can use these silly voices that just come out of nowhere. Come I, out of nowhere. I don't know where that voice came from. It just started when I was reading, about, talking about the wine, and then I just tried to keep it up for Megan, just because she didn't like it. You were just frowning the whole time. It looked like you were extremely disappointed with me the entire time you spoke. I was. Oh. I still am. Well, um, anything else? <laughs> just kidding. I love you. Me too. Um, okay. This is super short and sweet and to the point um, bonus episode, but you know what? Who cares? Uh, next week we're going to give you, yeah, book number two, number two from the Highway Fifty Nine series, Woo-woo. Heaven My Home by Attica Locke. Yeah, girl, fucking killed it again. Yes, we loved it. We hope that you will read or listen to it, and that you listen to our episode. Um, but until then, where can they find us, Megan? Well, you sure can find us at a couple different places. <laughs> Read around the rose at our Instagram and gmail.com and read around the rose on Facebook. And we'd love to hear your thoughts, comments, and have you read these short stories before in your childhood? Could you go to sleep at night? <laughs> we don't know. Go ahead and let us know yep. in the comments of any platform that we have. Exactly. Um until then. Bye bye. 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 Yay! <laughs>